0: Welcome to Phobia-Phobia, people. I'm Kaz. Hello.
1: I'm Eddie. Sorry we're a week late, but um, fuck what? you, we don't have a schedule.
0: <laughs> Sorry we're a week late, but we're not professionals, so whatever.
1: Literally, we just couldn't get our schedules to yeah, match, and was... considering the fact that I'm basically freelance, you'd think that'd be easy for me, but I'm terrible at managing my own time.
0: Well, this is it. You're freelance, and I work full-time, but from home these days so you really would think that it would be really easy for us to just get our shit together but it's, it's not it just it doesn't happen also because another big part of it is not just our sleep schedule our work schedules being so different it's our sleep schedules are so different
1: oh christ i've been like i've only just a stopped being nocturnal it was becoming a huge problem for a while
0: yeah so you would think that we would just be able to record like of an evening but Evenings, you're maybe still working until like 10 p.m. Yeah. Whereas I start work probably 8 a.m. or earlier most days. It just does not work. So anyway, you know nothing about this week?
1: Nope. Uh, this is another one I'm going into blind. I've been told nothing about what we're going to talk about because this is Kaz's episode.
0: This week is um, 100% inspired by one of our listeners... Oh. Um. Yeah, a a buddy of mine called Harriet, who, when we talked about last week when we talked about trying to schedule our recording, I was talking to her and I said, "Oh my God, we actually forgot that it was Wednesday last week," which is true. Mm -hmm. That's nothing wrong with that. And we got chatting about it. She said, "Oh my God, what if there's a fear of being forgotten?" So, or a fear of forgetting. So I uh, would like to introduce you to our episode on athaz athazagoraphobia.
1: Athazagoraphobia. Nice. <laughs> that is go. one of the that's one of the hardest ones.
0: What to pronounce? This is, yes, I know.
1: <laughs> this is That's interesting because that's such a common one when you think about it. I mean, how many people out there are are thinking I want to leave a legacy?
0: Well, this this is exactly what I was going to say. Bear with me one second. I actually had a thing up and then I accidentally um, closed the tab because I am a consummate professional. And, you know, obviously don't just keep things... Actually, I do. And I'll be honest. The reason I keep things on a screen beside me is because I don't really see the point in me printing stuff out. Just to discard it after we record. I think it's wasteful.
1: We care about trees.
0: I actually do. I live right beside an orchard for now. So I like trees. Trees and bunnies. That's what I live beside.
1: And giant fucking ponies that like to charge at you.
0: Super fat ponies. Goats. There's at least three cats around here. One of which is the pet cat. Another is a feral cat that lives in the orchard. And another one is a cat that looks really like the pet cat but isn't the pet cat.
1: Noah should have probably omitted a few, huh? Hmm? Noah should have probably omitted a few.
0: Yeah. Actually, I'm going to tell you this about the cat because this is the best thing I've ever heard. My, um, my other half, we live on my other half's family land and They had a cat for years, um, a ginger cat called Thomas, right? Right. And that was fine. They had this cat. And years, they'd had this cat for years. And then at one point, their dad realised, like by literally standing in the room and realising there was two cats, that at some point, this other cat that looked just like the first one came along.
1: And just made it in order home? to get
0: fed and he didn't realize <laughs> I, we, they don't know how long he was there for. they didn't realize that this other cat was there because they never saw them at the same time right? Okay So what's mad about this is I was told this story ages and ages and ages ago this happened years ago. The original Thomas died because you know cats die. The original Thomas passed away so they had Thomas that i know the thomas that i have known for the past four years not that long ago we were talking about cats and i said something about the feral cat that lives in the orchard and they said oh yes but have you heard about the other thomas
1: the other happened again (laughs) so
0: another ginger cat ginger meal cat has appeared by thomas
1: are any of you out there going to forget about Thomas the cat anytime soon?
0: I don't think so. Gone but not
1: forgotten. Tenuous. Because apparently he just keeps reviving himself.
0: Yeah. Isn't he said that- he's
1: ginger. Maybe he's just made of tufts of Phoenix down or something.
0: It's the most insane thing. Like I read a story on Reddit ages ago about this girl who didn't realize her best friend actually had like five cats. He thought She thought they'd been friends for years and she thought he had one cat, but he actually had loads of cats. But she just never seen them all in the room at the same time. <laughs> but this, like, that's funny and all, but this, I think it's, I find it so strange because it's actually happening. And then I'm like, well, you know, Thomas is clearly going to die soon. Because then th- that's what's yeah, happened. Yeah, this other one's come to take come its back. place. And so the legacy of Thomas continues.
1: And that is a legacy, but that's a cat. I don't think cats tend to give a shit about whether or not they're forgotten.
0: I think cats just know that they'll never be forgotten. And they are safe in that knowledge.
1: See, just had a thought. To go back to like the way your friend put it there. Um, Harriet said, I wonder if there's a fear of being forgotten.
0: Yeah, but she probably actually knows there's a fear of being forgotten. Like yourself, she has a psychology degree.
1: But that's what I was just thinking. Like, Playing a long that,
0: game, Harriet.
1: Like, there is that phrase um, you that you actually die twice.
0: Oh, once One, when you die and once when you're forgotten.
1: Once when you're thought about for the last time. Yeah, so that is... I, I don't know how, how um, common it would be in... You've probably researched this. I, um, I don't know how common that would be in Sense of a Phobia.
0: This is the thing. I have such trouble actually saying athasagoraphobia. So, I'm going to just keep saying it. Um, normally, I like to do a little bit where I talk about the etymology of a word. Mm-hmm. Right? So, obvious Google search for me last week was athasagoraphobia etymology. Naturally. It seems to be... Um obviously all words are made up and we've had this conversation before and we've talked about how some some words are completely made up but athasagoraphobia just it just isn't it just isn't a word
1: you can't find a
0: the closest i can get you. right is mm-hmm. that someone explained this on reddit because i went down a, a reddit rabbit hole I wasn't on Wall Street bets, guys. I'm not going to be a millionaire from GameStop, unfortunately. But I was starting an etymology rabbit hole because I'm really, really cool. Mm -hmm. So, as you know, most um, most phobias come from... Well, phobia itself obviously comes from Greek, but most phobias tend to have a Greek root or sometimes Latin added on to Greek in a wee we mismatch there. So what someone has said is basically, which I find this really funny. Um, somebody with knowledge of Latin will basically construct a word. If you say someone has a fear of, oh, where is this? It's actually hilarious the way they put it. I'm going to die now because I can't find it. Because that's how well, my you're... life works. Basically, it was someone has, a, someone has a fear of pressing buttons, right? So then okay. someone who knows Latin has literally just gone, uh... or someone has a fear of um, pressing buttons at a self-checkout machine, right? Yeah. So someone else who knows Latin or Greek will, will just literally put the words like, push button line market fear. Push button shop fear.
1: Push button shop. Oh, this.
0: <laughs> they will just put bits of words in to make it. So there's a theory that because Athasagora. Obviously, there's agoraphobia in there.
1: Ag- Agora is Greek for a uh, meeting place, an yeah. assembly point. Yeah.
0: So agoraphobia is a fear of being in, in public, essentially. You know what I mean? And. In- in- in the sense of what someone has brought this to mean. So basically, the closest people can figure is that they think it could be because um A being like the, the antithesis, you know, not. Thazo being something to do with seated. Okay. And Agora, they've used public gathering, which I think is fair enough for Agora. Um, yeah. So I think it can
1: also mean marketplace, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, so but but you know, a public place. So they've yeah. said they think it comes from being a fear of not having a seat among people. A fear yeah. of not having a place among people.
1: I think I like that. A fear I, I a fear of not occupying Yeah. A fear of not occupying a place. Where someone can see you.
0: But not even that, just a fear of not having a place, of being forgotten, of not having a place, of just not being there anymore.
1: Hmm.
0: I just thought, and I, you know, it's probably bullshit, but I, you know, it's Reddit, no one fact checks this shit, no one fact checks us, so hey, I'm just gonna say it's true. It's true, and also baked beans
1: are the devil. Reddit is a very strange place.
0: No, no, that was me.
1: Okay, okay. I hate <laughs> I beans. Beans are shit.
0: If you like beans, come fight me about it. But
1: they're no, my, boyfriend, crap. my boyfriend hates beans as well. I was gonna make him a fry up once, and he was like, "Yeah, I really don't like baked beans." And I was like, "Do you know what yeah. you
0: should do him, Do him instead. Do you know what you should do him instead?
1: I do do them instead. S- oh,
0: shut up. Do you know what you should do instead? Some delicious fried mushrooms.
1: He loves mushrooms. I can't fucking stand the things. I will not have mushrooms in my house.
0: I love him. I love him. Can I meet him? Corona, fuck off. I want to meet this fella. Thank you. He likes mushrooms. He hates beans. He keeps you on your toes. Is he basically just me? But, you know, with a dick. Don't,
1: don't be disgusting.
0: <laughs> his his <laughs> boobs aren't as big as mine, now. No. No. <laughs> well, thank God, because I'm I'm not being funny, but that would be a medical condition.
1: Uh, just going to very unsubtly take us off topic. Um, I was actually going to put us back on topic, so continue. Oh, I meant off that topic. Um, oh. so it's really <laughs> I was going to say, um, for all you video game modes are right there, or anyone who hasn't been living on Mars since the PlayStation One came out. Um, Final Fantasy 7 is super famous. Don't know if you've heard of it. Um, the whole idea behind it. Have you ever played Final Fantasy seven,
0: I have never played a Final Fantasy game ever.
1: I do not know how that's possible. Being friends with me, but we'll <laughs> I know. we will we will. We <laughs> will I, I've played fucking all of them, even the ones I hate. I have played and completed. Like but, I know
0: you hate me putting a number on it, but you know, in not that many years, we're gonna have known each other twenty years, and
1: fuck right off.
0: I have never played a Final Fantasy
1: game. You can still kick my ass in Street Fighter, though. We both know this.
0: I can kick most people's ass in Street Fighter, though. I am yeah. the queen of the button mash.
1: <laughs> but, um, so Seven, a lot of the plot revolves around a thing called the Lifestream, and it's sort of a play on reincarnation theory, in that, okay. um, someone dies, and they, they're they said to return to the Lifestream, and then- Is that's this a like- wee
0: bit like The Force with Jedi?
1: Sort of, okay. but, it, but it's like it's like the lifeblood of the planet and it's like what keeps the planet alive in which it's like what uh-huh. keeps uh-huh. the plants alive, what keeps people, what like births new life. Essentially. Well, I mean, so
0: realistically, like what actually happens to a body with
1: decomposition. Yes. Okay, but- so like I mean, spiritual but-
0: decomposition.
1: Basically, it's like decomposition, but with the soul.
0: Oh, I li- um, I'm i going to call it spiritual decomposition.
1: But the a lot of what a lot of people don't know is the plot for Final Fantasy Zephyr, one of the most famous games ever came from the fact that the one of the lead creator's mother had recently passed away when it came to them beginning to work on it. Aww. And he wanted to write a story that revolved around the idea that just because someone's dead, it doesn't mean they're gone. It doesn't mean, like, you know, everything they've ever done is suddenly made moot. It's like... My their heart existing, can't take this. <laughs> Their existence still has a purpose. You what? My heart
0: can't take this.
1: I know, it's... um. And it is a huge theme of it, and it's... But that's sort of, like, playing more on the common thing of, like, no one's ever really gone as long as we remember them and what they meant to us. Yeah. But the fact about being forgotten, it's kind of like having a fear of, like, death in general. It's like, it's gonna happen. You will be forgotten. Like, there will be a day where Shakespeare is remembered by no one. Like, it's... It's just, I think it was XKCD had a comic which is like, I wonder when Star Wars will be quoted for the last time.
0: Do you know what is strange about this? It was only when I looked into into this that it kind of led me on to something else that we've discussed and that I have point blank refused to do an episode on. The only okay. thing I have point blank refused to do an episode on.
1: Oh, the apocalypse.
0: The apocalypse. Yeah. Um, because it petrifies me. It. I am terrified of the concept of the apocalypse. As in, I. This is this is actually God's honest truth. On my 18th birthday, right? I was already depressed as fuck anyway. When I was 18, you remember. Yep. Um, my 18th birthday. I was with... Both of my siblings came home, which I am forever thankful to them for that because that was so sweet and I was in such a bad place. Um, they both came home and they were sitting in the house waiting for me with birthday cake um, when I got home from school. Definitely didn't walk out of school at 12 o'clock in the day, by the way. <laughs> yes, I 100% <laughs> did. Because I, I had given up caring. Um. I well there. went, so we. I was hanging out with my siblings, and my they'd gone right. What do you want to do for your birthday? And I was in such a bad place mentally that the you know the normal thing to do when someone turns eighteen is to take them for a drink. You know, take them for a pint. Do that. I
1: traditionally yeah.
0: you remember what I was like back then. I didn't want to be in public.
1: No, I did for I fear
0: of seeing people. I I was I it, I I wasn't scared of not having a seat at the table. I was scared of having a seat at the table.
1: Mm. You, you, it's, um, the the only thing worse than being unknown is being known
0: yeah and yeah. by god I was known um, but I wanted to go to the cinema anyway cut a long story short wanted to go to the cinema because I was like hey my siblings are here my mom's here my stepdad's here it's like I'm a kid we, ha- we never got the opportunity to do it anymore because both my siblings were up and away to uni and stuff um, so yeah. I decided right we're going to go to the cinema as a family, we're going to have a lovely time. Went to see an Adam Sandler movie called Grown Ups, which I do not recommend because I just remember it being really fucking boring. Um, but anyway, I turned 18 in... I could not remember what age I was there. In 2009. What was a very big blockbuster movie in 2009? You won't remember.
1: 2012.
0: Yeah. I yep. saw a trailer for 2012 in the cinema, and it ruined my whole day. I did had... you already
1: know that you were scared of the concept of the apocalypse yes. beforehand? Oh, yes,
0: okay. I I have been scared of the concept of the apocalypse since I was a child. <clears throat> I honestly think it's something to do with Catholic education. Hmm. Because it wasn't the fear I could never the
1: apocalypse in like uh Catholic mythology is when hell literally comes to earth, right?
0: Ugh, I can't even think I don't even know at this point. Like I've actually just put it this way, I I never read the book of Revelations and refused to. Yeah. Because I, never... I was so freaked out.
1: You know, I never, well, of course I understood um, your fear of the apocalypse, but I, I never, like, related to it because it's just one of those, like, it'll likely happen long after I'm dead, so blah.
0: But I, I but, can't, I can't, my brain doesn't doesn't do that.
1: But here's the thing, I didn't fully understand why it made you so uncomfortable until I learned the phrase extinction level event. <sighs> that that does it for me. That yep. freaks me. Out.
0: Yep, That's that's it that's 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 it and obviously i don't want to get into this too much because like i said i don't want to do an episode on this i don't want to get into it because it will i have been
1: i have been debating with myself for about three minutes as to whether or not to even say those words (laughs)
0: And, and i have to tell you that my heart rate has increased yeah because you've said them and but that's the level that my phobia is at and looking at this trying obviously as i got older to work on my mental health and work on what scared me and work on you know take for example colorophobia i fucking kicked its ass
1: i was surprised when we first started this podcast that that was the first thing you wanted to talk about i, I was like really? i you don't sure you want to be in a room full of
0: that? clowns but i could do it
1: yeah my cousin has recently started uh, reading it
0: is this your awesome cousin
1: the only one I ever actually talk about. Yes, they the, started. The cousin um, that
0: I I very much love. I've only met twice, once, twice. I love like that I cousin. Remember. Cousin, I love uh, you.
1: They've started reading it.
0: Damn right they have. It's a very good book. It's a pretty shit movie. All of the so, movies, but it's a very good book. Um,
1: I find the adaptations entertain. I've not seen the most recent it part two, but apparently, apparently, it's good. I liked the first one though. You didn't. You were not impressed. I thought it was alright.
0: I I didn't find Pennywise scary. We've gotten into this in um actually I think our first episode, but um so go back and listen to that, people. It's called Clowns to the Left of Me. It's on whatever app you're on.
1: Yeah, we really need to get on. Maybe it's not
0: because we need to figure out how to get onto more apps. Uh, maybe we should start a Patreon (laughs) purely (laughs) purely to cover our um hosting funds.
1: I've been thinking of Twitch streaming lately. Apparently, talking of Irish guys do really well. So,
0: hey, well, look, I told my boyfriend I was starting an OnlyFans last week, and he told me you would dump me. So, whatever. I was just trying to make some money. <laughs> you know, I wasn't have actually we, serious. have
1: we mentioned OnlyFans
0: in every single episode? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope so because it's 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 my um, my goal um not to be not to have one but to just talk about it all the time but anyway that's our version of
1: homer simpson getting hurt in some way in every single simpsons episode we are always going to mention OnlyFans somewhere yeah well i
0: mean my argument was nobody would need to know that it was me
1: yeah
0: why would anyone need to know that it was me so like i mean we're saving for a house man you know i could get that money as, as the plastic surgeon said to me, I have um, <clears throat> ideally shaped breasts. Yes, thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't have fake boobs. Um,
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I kept wanting to cut in and say stuff and I was just thinking like, nah, Cass can just carry this, whatever the fuck it she's was, doing. It was,
0: a, it, was a, it was a different thing, uh, but the guy was a plastic surgeon and he was looking at the area and that's what he said. And I am taking that to my grave. Do you know what? That's what I want to be remembered for.
1: I was just about to bring up everyone, not everyone, some people don't give a shit. um, A lot of people like the idea of leaving behind a legacy. So I'm an author. I have books. Go buy my books. They're all terrible. You'll love them. They're not terrible.
0: Um, They're brilliant. Um, I uh, have a favorite of your books.
1: Is it The Mask of Shadow or Sea of My Soul?
0: It's neither. Really? Yeah, and now my brain can't remember what it's called.
1: Those are like my only two good ones. Is it Confidant?
0: No. Nope.
1: Robert did it?
0: One for sorrow.
1: Oh, Absence. Absence. God, God that was terrible. But, eh. No,
0: I love Absence. Is it available before I start plugging it? Is it on anything?
1: Probably. It could probably it could probably use the second edition, honestly. I've had a few changes of I, part um
0: part. I don't think I've ever actually told you this, but I love Absence.
1: Caroline doesn't is, like to compliment me.
0: No, I, I if anybody um, follows our Twitter, um, you'll probably find links to our own Twitters. And I very re- re- recently, for fuck's sake, English that words. That wasn't even
1: close to the word you were going for. I actually. very
0: recently called him a very bad swear word in Spanish as a term of endearment on Twitter publicly. Um, you know, so we, we, I'm not nice to him. But anyway, um, absence Absolutely, is my favourite of your books. I read it... I think I read the whole book when my sister was in labour. Oh, wow. Um, Because it was all... Are you including
1: The Mask of Shadow in this? Because that's quite surprising.
0: I love The Mask of Shadow. I do love The Mask of Shadow. But maybe it's because of where my head was at the time. Hmm. But I cannot see a magpie without thinking about that book. And that, to me, is the mark of something having longevity
1: see and that's something that you remember so, uh,
0: it is it is something uh, and i mean honestly every time i see my and i know that that's like a whole thing in the book one for sorrow but every mm. time i see a single magpie i hear one for sorrow and it's not just the rhyme that you know i've known since i was a child i have your book in my head you Thank go. you
1: very much. But also, listeners, the reason I brought up being an author wasn't to plug myself, despite what the last couple of minutes have been. No, but I'm it plugging was... him.
0: I can plug him. I'm his friend.
1: For me, it was bringing up the whole, like, to me, that will be my legacy. I am not interested in having kids. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll have a change of heart. I used to want them when I was younger. The older I got, the more I realized, fuck uh, that. Just um, be
0: Uncle Scorn, alright? Just just de- emotionally damage my children.
1: I mean, for all I know, in seven odd years maybe i'll change my mind maybe i'll want them but right now i like being well of course they're all shut now. but i like the idea that if the pubs were open i could just fuck off and have a drink whenever the hell i wanted. i I would like like you to decide i love that freedom freedom too much yeah so my legacy right now even though like they will just rot on people's bookshelves forever and go unread and i'm not gonna go down as a great writer like of history or anything but The fact that my name is on something that is on a stranger's bookshelf right now, that's enough for me. To me, that's a legacy.
0: That is a legacy.
1: That is um, a legacy. It was uh, a friend of mine and I were once discussing, like, what exactly the, um, what what, what the definition of a celebrity is. Because we were talking about, like, I think, like, this was around the time the term YouTube celebrity started to become quite well known. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, like, I don't know if I would consider YouTube personalities to be a celebrity. And I'd I like, I, I'd never really thought about it before. But then I sort of considered, I think someone is a celebrity when more people know your name offhand than you know theirs.
0: I mean, I think that so is would, a really good like, um, marker of celebrity. But by that exact definition, like strictly that exact definition, I'm a celebrity. Because I never remember any motherfucker's name. <laughs> I never know who anyone is. Like,
1: but, I don't. Well, I, I suppose that is like a really like loose definition I could probably use somewhere, but it's like I can, like, I know the name Daniel Hardcastle. I know that YouTube, name. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, that's NerdCubed on YouTube. He's a great fuck YouTuber. YouTube he on stream. Like, his name is Daniel Hardcastle. I know that name. He has no idea who the fuck I am.
0: What's Danny Sexbang's real name? And
1: to me, that makes him a celebrity in my mind.
0: That was that was us talking over each other, so you didn't hear what I asked you. Oh, um, sorry. No, you're fine. I um, know. Uh, I think you're right. I'm just trying to remember what another famous Daniel's name is. What's Danny Sexbang's real name?
1: It's in Game Bros.
0: Uh, I think so. I As in um, Ninja Sex Party.
1: Yeah, it's the Game Grumps Oh, Game Grumps. Dan Avidan. I can't stand Aaron Hansen, so I don't watch Game Grumps.
0: Well, <laughs> don't, but um, it's Dan Avidan and I did know his name was Dan Avedon, because um, he also has something else where he is called Dan Avidan in it. Uh, but my boyfriend loves him, and ne- never mind um, Game Grumps. Uh, Ninja Sex Party have quite a good, quite a few good songs. Yeah. That are quite sweet. There's um they have a song called Danny Don't You Know. And it's literally a song that he wrote to his younger self. Ah, oh, that's kinda cool. And like it's 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 funny and it's, you know, cheeky and rude and whatever, but it's actually really cute and I saw them live. It must have been the end of 2019. I saw them in Vicar Street in Dublin. I oh, they... wasn't expecting to enjoy it. Because they're not really my cup of tea. Like I, you know, I enjoy them on YouTube or whatever, but I wouldn't have considered myself a fan. Um, but everyone I was going with was really enthused about going. Um, and obviously I love those people, so I thought, hey, well, obviously I'm going to join this party. Uh, and we went, and it was one of the best gigs I have been to, in a very long time. And. I don't know. It, it it just it kind of put when you were talking about YouTube celebrities, it put him in my head. But it put him in my head in that he's one of those people that has so many different um, what do you call it? Strings to his bow.
1: Yeah, like he he's got a hell of a range.
0: He's got a hell of a range, and it makes me go. Han. I like
1: how you I like how you put it so eloquently, and I was like, yeah, hell of a range. <laughs>
0: Hey, do you know what do you know what's funny about that is I, as a field actress, probably should have been saying Hell of a Range and you as a writer should have been saying many strings to his bow.
1: We compliment each other. Not literally, of course. Oh, not
0: literally, you bastard. Fucker. Fuck you. Bitch. <laughs> I'm a little bit drunk, so I'm just laughing right now.
1: I started drinking about 20 minutes before we started recording. I'm not drunk, though. I can hold my booze quite fucking well. I
0: couldn't possibly tell you when I started drinking on the basis that I know someone listening is of a uh, position of seniority to me in work. (laughs) But you Uh, remember when I messaged you today?
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: Look, it's been a stressful week. I know it's only Tuesday.
1: I don't ship alcoholism, but at the point of... But especially not now. Like at the point of recording this, we've been in lockdown for like eleven fucking months. If you want to have a drink at one o'clock in the afternoon, you fucking go for it.
0: It wasn't one o'clock in the afternoon, but yeah, absolutely. Look, like, whatever. No, it was so later. Familiar. It was
1: later than that, but I'm just saying, like, just don't have a fucking drink.
0: Yeah. Um. And uh, do you know what's 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 mad is I I've been thinking more and more about like you said the idea of your book being on a stranger's bookshelf.
1: Yeah, I like that idea because that to me is my legacy. I do not have this phobia. Like, I do not have a 1000 I don't give a shit whether or not I'm remembered after I'm gone. Like, what I care about is what I do while I'm here. Yeah. But that is still comforting to me. The idea that, you know, like, after I'm gone, then my name will be on someone's bookshelf or someone's Kindle who had never met me. Like, it's, even if they never read it, my name will be there. It's an and for incredibly somebody, comforting thought. Yeah. Um, so this is the whole idea of like leaving a legacy. It's not necessarily about a phobia. Maybe like it's not necessarily a fear of being forgotten, but it's the idea of leaving a legacy, whether it's for your kids, whether it's for yourself, whether it's just so you knew you did something with your life that someone will remember. That is a pretty big deal to a lot of people.
0: Well, and this is it. And I think there's something to be said for those um, those small legacies that endure. You know. Um, as we're talking about this my my brain is 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 reminding me of like one of the best compliments i ever 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 got in my life right Mm. was please excuse the squeaky chair as per usual guys um i well it's a depressing thing to say but i was a singer
1: and and a singing instructor
0: and a and a singing teacher yeah um I love singing. Singing is—it gives me the greatest joy in the whole wide world. to Sing. There is nothing uh, I like that's more.
1: That's an amazing songstress, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, is this your turn to plug me? Because I plugged you. Um actually more of an
1: excuse to use the word songstress because I You just love, love the
0: word songstress. I know.
1: Mary Elizabeth McGlynn liked one of my tweets yesterday. I don't have to shit.
0: I like it. Um, I always like the word singist. Singist? It's—it's <laughs> it's what my dad says. My dad is a very funny, strange man who I remember ages ago, like, as you would say, guitarist, pianist, mm-hmm. instead of saying singer, at strange. one point he decided to call someone a singist and it's always <laughs> stuck in my head. Like, that's pure dad joke. Like, that's like dad humor.
1: You know, the more I think about that, the more I realize just how much the concept of remembering something is so important to us in general. Yeah. Like one of the, if if someone if you do something nice for someone one of the like if you're like let's say you uh you, you um helps so, like further someone's career by like helping them on Twitch or like you're you just do something really nice for someone like them saying I will never forget this it's a huge deal
0: yeah it is a massive deal and there's things that people there's things people won't forget but that that's what I was gonna say um. Not, and this isn't to do with being remembered so much as the biggest compliment I ever received mm. um, as a singer was someone who I had no idea who they were um, through a conversation with not even a mutual friend like a friend of a friend of a friend of a, you know, one of those you're in a bar and this person vaguely knows someone.
1: Oh, yeah, well, getting a compliment from a stranger who has nothing to gain from you liking them, is amazing.
0: It was the most wonderful thing I had ever. And they didn't even say, you know what I mean? They didn't even give me a compliment. They went, oh yeah, you're that singer. <laughs> that was they, it. That was all they said.
1: It was it, they remembered you.
0: They remembered me. And I think there's, if I, you know, left the world with something like that, that would be fine. But it it's put a lot of things talking about this, um... I think you can tell, you know, talking about this subject has actually led to a lot of little segues in my brain.
1: I mean, that's what we tend to do. Also, by the way,
0: segway is spelt like Sieg. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely, for many, many years, believed it was spelt like segway. Like S-E-G. S-E-G-W-A-Y. Like the little fucking stand on Roly Boy. Yep. But it's not. It's S E G U E. Yeah. Whatever, man. Crazy. Life is mad. Um I am very not sober. But (laughs) (laughs) what I was gonna say is it's not about it's not even about the big things, you know, like you say, you would just, you know, to be on someone's bookshelf of someone you don't know.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like that part. I yeah.
0: I, I don't have... even care if they bought
1: my book like directly from me, or if they find it in a bargain bin. Just the idea of my name being on their bookshelf—that oh, cool. I, I won't
0: feel bad about giving all your books to the charity shop. No, I did not do that.
1: I mean, you can if you want.
0: I wouldn't, um, and not just because I mentioned quite a lot of the blur, the fucking inner, what the fucking word, dedications.
1: I, they're fucking acknowledgements.
0: That's the fucking one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What I was gonna say is, um, this has put a lot of things into my head. Talk, you know, just even the the idea of you know the fear of being forgotten.
1: Ironically, and since talking about things leaving your head, I know.
0: Um, it put into my head that it was my maternal grandmother's anniversary this week, and my granny, Colette McLeod, um, is gone sixteen years. No, you never met my granny, um. <laughs> don't know if she would have liked you or not can't tell she would have hated you if you swore
1: i'm quite marmite oh she if she hit swearing then yeah she would have but you would have been
0: young when you met her so
1: i was just thinking about how about um i have a spanish uncle um he uh he doesn't like swearing and he (laughs) i i haven't spoken english to him in about 12 years around the time my spanish overtook his english we just stopped communicating in English at all and only Spanish. I he love Antonio. I swear, he tells me that I swear too much. You swear I a lot like, less in Spanish. Oh yeah, when I'm speaking Spanish, I swear a lot less. But also, <laughs> like, I, in Spanish, swearing you know, is a wee bit
0: more accepted.
1: Yeah, so I find that really strange.
0: Like, but, you, you literally think, in Spanish turn around and say, ¿Qué el coño es eso? But you would never say that in English.
1: ¿Qué coño es eso? It's like, what, yeah. what, what the C word is that? But that, that translates to, what the hell? Yes, like, exactly.
0: Or, 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 That's yeah. what I mean. It's everything's diluted down. Hmm. Which is insane.
1: But um, if he yes, ever heard me speak English, he'd probably fucking faint.
0: Probably die. <laughs> um, but then again, my granny probably would like you because my mum loves you. True. And, you know, she's a good she's a good judge of character. But anyway, my, my point is it was my granny's anniversary this week. And this Man, got me mom to mom thinking too, about right. this.
1: Hmm? I love your mum too. I love like
0: my mum. My mum's class. My mum's the best in the whole wide world. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah. So my granny. And my granny's gone years. And I was, you know, obviously I like to think that I was a grown-ass adult when my granny passed. But the reality is she passed in 2005. What age was I in 2005? You know, I was 13. I hadn't turned 14 yet. Mm. And as an adult... My, I wish I'd known her as a child. No, I wish I'd known her as an adult. I only knew her as a child. Um, because I feel like we would have got on as you know when I was an adult. And I would have loved to share pair, my life with her. A pair,
1: a pair of mature people, yeah. Yeah,
0: I would have loved to share my life with her. My granny was um, an excellent baker. Right? Have you ever eaten my chocolate cake?
1: I've believe so, probably but, yes but i'm also just flashing back to that time when you nearly set the house on fire heating up some christmas pudding so um... yeah but i
0: didn't i didn't make that christmas pudding so not the point
1: no you just microwaved it you've definitely eaten my chocolate cake. uh yes yes i have
0: it's that's my granny's chocolate cake that's not oh, mine that's not my family. recipe that is yeah and like it's literally granny's cho- we will say i made granny's chocolate cake
1: so that would be her legacy at least within the family
0: with at least within even if it's not within i don't even know we we don't have a lot of cousins on that side we only have literally two cousins on that side um and i don't know beyond that however many of um cuz extended family wise it's pretty big but i'm i'm not quite sure like how many of her nieces and nephews would remember her chocolate cake you know things like that um but certainly even if it's just among the three of us and then the people that we know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? My granny, and my granny, her recipe book is, I don't care about money and I don't care about land and I don't care about property and I don't care about any of that shit. But if anybody tried to damage my grandmother's recipe book, I would cut
1: them up. So that's, that's that is her, her legacy. legacy being important to you as well yeah And like there are a few more things i do want to like talk about like i feel like it's probably gonna be a long episode because i i went into this blind like this is one of the ones as we on said, the where, subject
0: like, of baking and um, this episode can be reasonably long because i am literally looking at my pizza dough rising
1: <laughs> awesome so i had to put thing- it in this
0: room because it's warmer
1: so this may be a long one and because there are like again like I went into this blind. Kaz did not tell me what we were nope. doing beforehand, and I—I I actually I don't mind that happening because—and
0: I like when you do love... that to me as well. It's—it's it's fun.
1: Okay, so from now on, we're not going like to tell it everyone. How you what surprise we're... me? I got fucking nothing. <laughs> 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 so the more I think about it, the more I'm like, um. Uh, uh yeah. so it's like the more i thought about this because again this is why i love going in blind um and like not knowing <laughs> what about beforehand is i don't know why you're laughing and i'm not even gonna fucking ask but um we like I, I just suddenly like thought about all these things i work better under pressure like i work better ad-libbing even if i do um and ah uh and stammer a lot but um You see, disfluencies, just left, right, and fucking center. But we're talking about this, and I I, I brought up the point of, like, so, like, remembering things is really, like, important in so many sayings of, like, wanting to leave a legacy, and, oh, I'll never forget that. The inverse of that would also be forget about it. Like, I'll thank you so much. Like, uh, don't mention it. Forget about it. Like, (laughs) it's, um, and this is uh, talking about Spanish as well, um, One of the harshest ways of telling someone to leave you the fuck alone in Spanish is Ovidame, which translates directly as forget me. (laughs) So essentially, pretend I don't exist. I want you to erase me from your mind. That's how much I want you to leave me the fuck alone. It's just Ovidame is leave me the hell alone.
0: Do you think that's where the, the kind of modern phrase, delete my number, came from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that one's a little bit more self-explanatory. Delete but... my number. <laughs> I, have, I think
0: I've only said that to one person in my life.
1: I actually think the equivalent of a v to Me" in English might be like um, "We are strangers." Like to say something like "You are a stranger to me," or like from this point forward, we are strangers. It's, it's a way of saying like "Forget that I even forget that we even met."
0: I mean, you know what? Yeah, you're right, and I have. Even though there are definitely people I have wanted to say that to. Uh, I think I'm sick. I think I've come down with quite a lot of germs lately. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, that was, a reference that, that was a reference to something we're not going to bring up, but that was fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have a very definite moment when I wanted to say that to someone in my life. Um, I,
1: mean, I, don't, I don't think in jokes are very professional on a podcast, but I, that was a good one.
0: Hey, look! If anybody wants to know, PM me. PM can yeah. kiss, kiss, sneaks everywhere. Um, I will happily tell you, um, if if only to warn people away from this person. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, turning around to someone and going, yeah, forget me. This I mean, that never is- happened.
1: That's not something we say in English, but remember, like learning that when I was younger. Oh, vida me, yeah, forget me, done. Um, fuck you,
0: bye, off.